Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. The waiting bride and the coming bridegroom. John 14 verse 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3, New King James Version. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the hour of, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made, us, made herself ready. Fine linen, clean and bright, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. Then the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, These are the true words of God. Revelation 19, verses 7 through 9. In his commentary, The Revelation of Jesus Christ, Ranko Stefanovich wrote, I quote, In the Old Testament, Israel is often described in terms of a bride. The preparation of the Lamb's bride in Revelation 19 must be understood in the context of the ancient Hebrew setting. The Hebrew wedding usually began with the betrothal at the house of the bride's father, where the groom paid the dowry. The two were afterwards considered husband and wife. The groom then returned to his father's house to prepare the place where he and his bride would live. During that time, the bride stayed at her father's home preparing herself for the wedding. When both the place and the bride were ready, the groom would return to take the bride to his father's house, where the wedding ceremony was to take place. The preparation of the lamb's bride in Revelation 19 verse 7 reflects a typical Hebrew wedding setting. The bride and groom motif can also be seen in John chapter 14, 1-3, where Jesus is speaking his comforting promise to, of return to his, to his worried disciples. The words he used are like the words a newly betrothed bridegroom would speak to his betrothed wife, the woman he is engaged to. After paying the bride price, the dowry, he would leave her with a promise of returning for her after he has finished preparing a place for her to live with him. Until then, she would keep herself pure and in constant readiness to go with him upon his return. But in this case, it is the church that is waiting, preparing, and anticipating the groom's return. But while we wait, while the church waits, we struggle, we fight, we hold on to hope, we endure in faith. We are living between the two realities of these two key texts, John 14, 1-3, the promise, and Revelation 19, 7-9, the fulfillment. And this space in between these two realities is filled with trials and pain and tragedies upon tragedies. We hurt, we cry, we are betrayed, we are disappointed, we lose, we sometimes falter, and we sometimes fail. But we keep on hoping, we keep on trusting, we keep on believing, and we keep on surviving 
through God's grace and power. In John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus says, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. New International Version. In John chapter 14, verse 1, he says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Yes, brothers and sisters, we will have troubles in this world, but we must not allow the troubles of this life to take over our heart. And to prevent that from happening, we need to keep our faith alive. You believe in God, believe also in me. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. As long as we hold on to faith, our hearts will be kept secured, despite the darkness, despite the sorrows, despite the pains. It is for this reason Paul encourages us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. And he continues in verses 16. In verse 16, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are, renewed, we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, let us not lose heart. Let us not lose faith. Let us, not, let, let us hold on to hope. We will overcome if we continue to believe. We will be saved if we endure to the end. By God's grace, we can. O oh God, please help us, your children, to hold on to faith and hope and love. Help us to endure the hardships of this life and help us to be ready for the great wedding supper in the kingdom. Help us to focus on the eternal realities and not on our temporary pains. We thank you, O God. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.